This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Welcome to Essential NPCs, a podcast dedicated to sampling all of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Tommy. I'm Addie. And you're listening to Series 1, Episode 1, A Study in Grass. Ba ba boom. Da da. Ha! <laughs> there we go. Episode, episode 1, the podcast has begun. Yay! Exciting things. Can I go home now? Thank you. Yeah, that's a wrap. All right. That's a wrap. We're all See done. Ya. All right, pack it all up. <laughs> Um, no, but uh, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Uh, we love you already. As you may have uh, surmised from the uh, the tagline uh, in this podcast, we play several different types of, well, several different systems of tabletop RPGs. Each system is confined into its own series, and we may revisit certain uh, systems in the future. It's almost guaranteed. Logistical stuff that will come naturally to you later. Yeah. Um, but this is series one and we are playing, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. And, uh, before every episode, before the bulk of the episode, which is simply us playing the game, we have a little segment called Words with the DM. Hi. Where we talk to the DM. Hi. About their experiences in the past, uh, episode, uh, running the session as the DM. Hi. And how they feel about it being, you know, the DM and all. Hi. Uh, so... (laughs) In series one, Dungeons and Dragons, um, Addie here is uh, the DM. Hi. As there is no uh, previous episode for us to necessarily talk about, words with the DM isn't really a thing. But what we can talk to you about is uh, basically a little bit of detail into the story so far, um, because um, these characters you're you're walking into, uh, they are currently level five characters. Uh, they actually went on an adventure uh, previously um, in what we refer to as Session Zero, uh, where we were basically trying out some of our recording equipment and leveling up the characters through the boring levels. Plus, most of them didn't know how to play. Yeah, uh, almost all of us. They were like play. baby players. Yeah. So <laughs> Wait, what is initiative? I don't understand. <laughs> What's armor do? Yeah. Um, so, so. Uh, how does advantage work? <laughs> that, uh, that question actually happened quite a few times. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're on a roll. Keep going. No, I don't want to keep going. (laughs) Tell us about, tell us about session zero a little bit. Tell us about what's happened in the story so far going into episode one. Sure. You know, broad strokes. Stuff. Uh, slightly less broad (laughs) strokes, please. (laughs) Okay. Three of our adventurers, uh, along with a fourth companion, were contracted to, uh, do some side work for, uh, the, uh, Baldur's Gate Thieves Guild. And a man named Bryn and his friend, Anna. Yeah, Ravenhill. I'd say, I'd say they're friends. They're friends-ish. And uh, they got into some trouble and then... Saved the day. Saved the day afterwards. Yeah. So, yeah, they basically... Um, and we'll release all of this in bonus content so you guys can... You know, listen to us learn how to play the game and learn how to podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> woo! Uh, lucky for you, the audio quality is much better. Now. The playing, maybe not so much. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were gonna get all defensive with that, but okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> hey man, I, I have a I have a good understanding of my limitations. Ah, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> 
So uh, basically what we did with session zero is uh, the characters all met. Well, most of them met and uh, became sort of a adventuring group, basically. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to give too much away because as the season goes on, we'll be releasing uh, those five episodes. Right. Um, I think the, the mostly m- the, the integral part is to know that uh, the, the gentleman named Bryn uh, becomes an actually also a, known Brit as Bryn the Handsome. Yes. And charming. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of a other bunch of other nicknames. Epithets. No one knows what his last name is, though. I do. Yeah. You're the only one. I know. Because you're God and all. Hey. No, that's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Br- well, Bryn's like the main guy, right? He's the guy. He's the guy who hired us all. Yes. Um, and then he uh, he 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 has a very, very highly skilled operative and good friend of his named Anna Ravenhelm. Yes. Uh, who who helped us along on our journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, we were, we were just basically trying to dismantle a, uh, a, a slave trade, basically, um, run by... Spoiler alert. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's bonus content for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Mostly because of the auto, audio quality. Yeah, pretty much. And, and the fact that we didn't know what we were doing. Hey, I knew what I was doing. Yeah. But the rest of us didn't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so that's that's basically all the all the the broad stroke backstory you need going in. Yeah. So moving forward into episode one, um, sure. we should talk a little bit about the cast that you're going to uh, be listening to. Uh, one of which is is me. I'm playing uh, my my bard character. Human bard. Human bard. Uh, Let's not be racist. Named Oberon Delgado. <laughs> uh, and then there's uh, Seth, who is playing uh, his mountain dwarf barbarian named Kreflin Partentelen. Which is apparently very important to call him a mountain dwarf. He's very sensitive about it. Yeah. And as the DM, I continually forget. It's not a character choice. So <laughs> Easter eggs, listen to me as we go through the podcast, mess up repeatedly and make this mountain dwarf very grumpy. Yeah, he gets very offended. <laughs> uh, and then there's uh, Sean, who is playing Darren Draug, a wood elf assassin, a uh, somewhat decent ranking member of the Thieves Guild. Then there's uh, Covert, and that is his name. Not his first. Not his first name, but that is his name. And <laughs> it's what we call him when we're not calling him by his character name. So, yeah. Uh, Covert, who is playing uh, Bancard Brightwood, uh, another human, and a paladin of St. Cuthbert. Yes. And uh, you know where you can find out more about the cast is our website. We have a website. We do have a website. You should go there. It's uh, www.essentialnpcs.com. You can go there to find out all about our characters, why we decided to do the podcast, when we're releasing, where to find us, etc., etc., all of our social media. Mm-hmm. We also have a Facebook page, mm-hmm. uh, which is forward slash Essential NPCs. Just search Essential NPCs on Facebook. You'll find us, I'm sure. <laughs> Probably. We're also on Twitter mm-hmm. and Instagram. Yep, at Essential NPCs. That's at Essential NPCs. With an S. With an S at the end. Yeah. Because there's somebody who has essential NPC. He, and he's not us. Yeah. Don't, or she. You don't she, know. That's true. Could be either. Sexist. I'm horrible. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, if you have any uh, comments, questions, concerns, anything, uh, we have an email you can send all of that to. Yep. What is it? Fan mail. 
at EssentialNPCs.com. That's pretty straightforward. Yep. And we will actually, like, during Words with a DM, we will uh, answer some of the questions if they're about, like, previous episodes. Yep, or address your concerns when I mess up on rules or and or homebrew those rules because that's really what I'm doing. Yeah, there, there will be a few <laughs> rules that are a little uh, shaky, a little spotty, and that's not because of uh, lack of understanding of the rules. It's more a deliberate decision to... Uh, In service to the story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, There's, and also, uh, if we don't get to your questions, in, uh, uh, in this little later. segment, yeah. uh, we will be having a Q&A, possibly a live stream Q&A at uh, the end of the series. And you can hear more about that when we figure it out. <laughs> yeah, no date or time or, or promises <laughs> yeah. set yet. It's basically been brought up a, a couple times. A couple times. Anyway, uh, with that really smooth transition... Uh, How about you go meet the characters? All right. And then enjoy the episode. Yeah. Bye. Well met. My name is Oberon Delgado, a Termish gladiator hailing from a remote desert village called Evershade. As quick with a sword as I am with my cutting wit, on a typical day you can expect to find me in one of two places. The local fighting pits or the library. When I was a young boy, a stroke of luck led me to discover a buried chest that had once belonged to a master bard called Hoban Baybasin. Amongst his belongings were an old cracked ocarina and a leather-bound journal. Within its pages, I found obscure glyphs and diagrams from which I began to decipher the mysteries of the arcane. Over a decade later, I'm still attempting to unlock all the secrets this journal has to offer. While I've only been on the road for a few years now, I've crossed the path of more than a few interesting traveling companions. As is the Bardic Way, I've taken to listening to their stories and occasionally even joining in on some of their adventures. The most recent of these companions came in the form of a mountain dwarf named Kreflin, whom I met in a tavern brawl a few months back. In his company, I've found myself swept up in a journey that makes the fighting pits seem dull in comparison. Until now, I've simply documented the stories of others. But something tells me I'll be chronicling my own tales for posterity soon enough. I'm called Kreflin Fartintel, an officer of the clan Thrain, barbarian and mountain dwarf of the highest caliber. I was a military lad before the first hairs grew on my chin and I served for 200 years until they retired me and put me in the fucking lawmakers guild. I used to lead every clan migration between strongholds, scouting ahead, clearing the path, destroying threats, but once they retired me I had to travel with the civilians. Well, I didn't have that for long. I left my clan three decades ago now and wouldn't return for all the gold in the caverns. I'm a traveler now. The laws of the Thrin are still close to my heart. For years, my officer salary kept me afloat, but I've run flat broke now and have to work for my logger. Luckily, there's lots to be done with a maul and a hand axe. Oberon started following me around about seven or eight moons ago. The lad annoys the shite out of me, but he has his moments. Mostly, he's there to tell my tale once I've finally been slain by some tough bastard. I suppose he's useful for something. If you want a glimpse into my travels, just take a look at my knapsack. I've got a centaur's tail cut with my own hands. I've got a beard comb made from the rib of a bear, the one whose skin I've got round my shoulders there. Just look at that face. I've got a bottle of wine from the finest elven pantry, and I've got plenty of room for more trophies of the like. 
Now go piss off before I make you eat your teeth. I'm Bankard Brightwood, paladin of the Cuthbertine Order. I was sent by my order to assist the Thieves' Guild. For a bunch of brigands, they surprisingly do quite a bit of God's work. When I arrived, I met a group of fellow adventurers. We came across this funny little halfling by the name of Barley. Barley was rather annoying, but all in all, I could tell he was a good man. And when Barley was killed just because he was annoying, never felt so hopeless in my life. Felt like I let down St. Cuthbert and the common man he's supposed to protect, that I was supposed to protect. That night I swore an oath to Barley, to everyone, if you're ever harmed by evil, I, Bankard Brightwood, Paladin of St. Cuthbert, shall use his blessings to make you whole again, and harness his wrath to cleave evil in two. I'm Darren Draug. They call me the cleaner. Whenever there's a dirty job, I'm the guy that Thieves Guild calls to clean it up. I think fast, I talk fast, I act fast. I was born a wood elf, but I'd say I'm more of a city elf now. I don't see my family much anymore. At 351 years old, I'm just over the proverbial hill, and I've been doing what I'm doing for a long time. I bounced around Baldur's Gate and Waterdeep for a century or two, mostly cleaning, with a brief detour into doomed romance. I've never been much of a family man, especially since the job tends to get in the way. Occasionally, the differing nature of mortality between elves and humans gets in the way as well. But in recent years, I've been watching the next generation of Thieves Guild members grow up and come into their own, the latest of which is my dear young friend Bryn the Handsome who called me in for a particularly dirty job. And unless my experience is wrong, with this job and these companions, it's gonna take a lot of cleaning. It's been nearly half a year since uh, your first meeting with Bryn the leader of the Baldur's Gate uh, Thieves Guild. He's visited quite a few times and kept your group updated on the, uh, the progress of your last uh, adventure. Um, as time has gone on though, his visits have become fewer and fewer. And uh, while he's normally jovial and outgoing, uh, he's been looking more tired uh, and s basically slower to smile and laugh than you've experienced before. Uh, there seems to be more than a few things on his mind as of late. Today, he's appeared at your townhouse with an elf you've only ever seen before, but you know him by reputation. Uh, you notice that Bryn is noticeably scorched over one eye as well as his forearms, and his companion is also a little singed as well. And the, these are new wounds? They, they look pretty recent. Okay. Um, well, I, I assume I'm, I'm doing what I'm always doing and sitting there with my journal and a book and <laughs> constantly studying. 
Um, but when I look up and see that, I'll immediately close both books and run up and be like, Brina, are you all right? What happened? I'm fine. It's fine. We no, ran great. afoul of a pyromancer. <laughs> yes. Oh, it was bad. Is, and everything's okay, though? Do, uh, do you he's need dead us? now. Okay. Uh, and you are? Ah, Draug. Darren Draug. Oh, oh, I've, uh, your I'm reputation the, precedes you, Darren. I'm the cleaner. Yes, I've, I've heard. Uh, I'm Oberon Delgado. Uh, nice to meet you, Oberon. Bankard Brightwood. Crethlin, we have guests. Oh, good. Hello. Good to see you. Crethlin, part 10 telling? Good morning. Good morning. Who are you? Who is this? Who is this? Darren Draug. I'm the cleaner. The cleaner? What do you clean? Well, no, we've we've heard of him before. Oh, oh, all of that, Darren Draug. Yeah, Darren Draug. Oh, hey, uh, Remember sorry. the time? At the... Still waking up. My yeah. brain's not... Uh... This is Crethlin Partentelen. I said that. And, uh, he knows my name. I'm sure he's heard many stories of you. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, a pleasure point. to meet you as likewise, well, Crethlin. Likewise. Bryn, uh, as you guys have been talking, he he wandered into the kitchen and, and started like sal- like putting a salve on his arm. Uh, so, uh, which is odd for him not to pay attention to you, if you remember. You know, Bryn, uh, I have something a little more effective than a salve. And I rub my hands together, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to lay hands on him to clear up the burns. You're not even going to ask for his permission? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool, man. We, we go way back. He, uh, he's, yeah. Uh, uh, thank you. Thank, thanks. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. And you, new friend. Uh, Darren. He's yes. only said it about five <laughs> times now. And you're bankered, yes? Yes. I can heal you as well. Oh, it, Burns are never it's fun. all right. It's uh, purely cosmetic. Well, suit yourself. <laughs> well, he's a tough fella, isn't he, Grapple? That's <laughs> but a scratch. I don't think infections are very cosmetic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he appreciates it nonetheless, Vanguard. A little singe on the eyebrows never hurt anybody. <laughs> um, so you uh, rub your hands together, uh, think of St. Cuthbert, and uh, delicately touch his, <laughs> his uh, wounds. Um, and, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> Such a tender moment. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and uh, the light comes from your fingertips, uh, into and uh, sort of effuses through his skin, and many of his burns uh, heal over. They're not quite uh, entirely healed, but uh, much more significantly than uh, he looks much better now than he than he did before. Th- thank you, Maycard. That was I needed that. Um, actually, I wanted to talk to you about something. Um, we've been da- Darren and I have been searching for something and uh, we think we found it. Um, the trouble is every time we, we go to this place um, we can't find our way in and I think you may have the skills to actually get us in which would be fantastic and you know how you're all divine or whatever mm. and we're so Profane? Morally questionable? (laughs) 
I like profane. All right, bunch of cunts, is I, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bren, you don't have to sweet talk me to help out. <laughs> Just tell me what you need done. We're looking for a stone uh, that we've found out is in uh, the temple of uh, Lara, which isn't actually too far away from here. Um, but uh, the thing is, is that she's sort of hmm, the goddess of illusion and. There's been lots of illusions, so... It's we... tough to break and enter when uh, the door isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, not all illusions, though, because you guys have burns. Is that... That's, That's an unrelated incident. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, and she, she's divine, neutrally thingy or whatever, and yours is divine, too, so... With all the, you know, divine. <laughs> Quite divine indeed. <laughs> all right. Let's let's just go there. I'll check it out. How's that? That would be that would be very, very helpful. Um, we're not sure exactly where it is inside. We do know that it's guarded, and that's why Darren is. Do you need the rest of us, or is it just Hollywood well, here? Well, I mean, of course, uh, Bancard's going to need some backup. Uh, and, I mean, Crethlin and I don't necessarily work for free. While we've been enjoying this... Uh, this, this free board and... Uh, yes. Uh, is, is, this a, is this a job we're talking about, or simply a favor for a friend? It would be helpful to have some muscle, Bryn. Um... Oh, come on, Bryn. You don't have to think about it that hard. Well, uh, this... I agree, Darren, <laughs> that we would need s- some help, potentially. Oh, don't look like that, Crethlin. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> this stone isn't really... While it's worth quite a bit, it's not worth quite a bit to anyone who's paying. So I can pay you, but not nearly so much as perhaps when we had the unlimited funds of... Before. Well, I guess the real question then is, is it going to be fun? Are you bored? <laughs> then I think it yeah. will probably be fun. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Crethlin's on board, then I suppose I am as well. Great. So um, the stone, we think, in and of itself isn't too dangerous, I think. Um, but uh, the... Getting in there, especially because she's, I mean, I you can't, we can't even find the door. So it might be a little tough to... So you don't even know it's in there because you don't know where the door yes. is. Yes. Right. So I think a little bit of support would go a long way. Yes. Right. Um, uh, can, do I know anything about this temple or anything? Like I've been rampaging through all the libraries in Baldur's Gate. I'm wondering if I've run into anything that talks about this god or possibly a stone relating to this god. Uh, Perhaps roll... in my studies I've came across this. Yeah, you can Let roll a uh, religion. Okay. That's a d20 plus your modifier if you have it. Otherwise, it's just intelligence. I might know a thing or two about this stone. 15. <laughs> <laughs> uh, simply 11. Simply 11. Yes. Okay. So you... Uh, Oberon know that uh, Lyra is the god of illusion and trickery, uh, goddess of illusion and trickery. She's, um, you know that she's considered to be 
uh, chaotic in nature, a bit more than fickle. Um, but she's not really good or evil. It's mostly she's uh, what you've read is basically told you that she's sort of in it for herself and uh, her followers. Uh, she's are... practically a goddess of fun. She's uh, uh, her followers are known as uh, mist walkers or mist eaters. That sounds ominous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, you can't survive all that long on mist. (laughs) How was that attitude? And um, Bankard, you know that um, she uh, she is a neutral goddess, and her symbol is the inverted triangle with a swirl of mist. In it, um, and you know that they're called mist walkers because they go out in the early morning mist and the late uh, in the evening mist to commune with her um, because the mist is a symbol of sort of illusion and it's hiding the things that you may otherwise be able to see. You also know exactly where the temple is, and you also know that she is the anti equal antagonist of St. Cuthbert. Aye. So she's on the exact opposite end of the spectrum. And um, they're known for seeing it as a personal achievement to convert um, the uh, St. Cuthbertians? Uh, the Cuthbertites. Or Cuthbertines? Cuthbertines. To the um, to, to the mists. Remember to drink your Cuthbertine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you've you've you know this um, because you've known a few people who follow Saint Cuthbert who have fallen away from him to Lyra, and you also know that they're like almost every illusionist uh, follows her in some way or another. So many of her uh, clergy, if you could call them that, are are in fact accomplished illusionists and and wield said magics oh you never just do the right thing or the simple things no (laughs) trust nothing you see (laughs) uh so Bryn says if you're still all willing to do that i assume that you share all of this with the group oh yeah okay so after you tell all of this Bryn says we figured that the best time to go is when they're out Mist walking, it's probably going to be the the emptiest. Um, They always leave, but we can never see how. Hmm. Um, It's really great. Good fun. Um, Trying to watch him coming back, and uh, man, I got really distracted. I I don't know. The the grass suddenly became very interesting. It was weird. Everything was very damp. (laughs) Uh, Since it's already passed on, I... Figured the evening walk, unless you guys think the morning walk would be better. We can also... Evening sounds good. Evening sounds good. I like, go the evening. I like to work in the dark. But, um, I mean... That Not gives a us, morning person. Very well in it. That gives us a little time today to, to go. I mean, how, what kind of timetable are we on here, Bryn? Uh, he gives a significant look to Darren. Uh, as soon as we can, I think is, is okay. good. So, Agreed. tonight then, we should move? That sounds perfect. Okay. Um, well, we have... We uh-huh. have... I shall put my armor on now. <laughs> well, let's not go kicking down doors, I don't think, right? Well, we don't even know where the door is. How are First, we, we need to down? find the door, right? So, uh... And make sure that when you kick it, you don't fall straight through. <laughs> when, when, you guys, when you guys were watching to see them come back, 
uh, you were like hanging out outside the building? Yeah. Stalking, skulking, if you will. And the way you described the grass suddenly becoming extremely interesting seems like some sort of magic influence, perhaps. You mm-hmm. don't strike me as a man who's particularly interested in minor details of gra- dewy grass. I kidding? am always aware of my surroundings, but... I wasn't uh, implying <laughs> any other. He's an elf. He's practically in love with nature. Hey, I'm a, I'm a city elf. Please. <laughs> Oberon, this is coming from someone who read an entire series of tomes on grass. Well, I mean, there are a bunch of different... Aye, the Grass Chronicles, eh? Right, but I- I'm just saying, like, that was more just general research. Okay, <laughs> you got me there. But it was a really interesting read, and I still think you guys should have let me tell you uh, about it. A young man in his grass. <laughs> <laughs> so, can, can I ask, uh, what is the significance of this uh, stone, was it? Um, are we using it for something? Are, are you using it for something... No. It just needs to be taken away from somebody? It needs to be protected. I see. I see. Right now, the stone is um, in the wrong hands. We don't... We... It belongs in a museum. It belongs... <laughs> that's a, probably a good answer, honestly. Right. <laughs> it, belongs, uh, it belongs in no one's hands. A glass... Uh, a glass case with a bunch of guards sounds pretty good to me right now. All right, all right. Um, okay, so I suppose we wait until the twilight hours, uh, and... I prefer to call it dusk. Wait, do we want to wait until they, they are coming back? That's, that's not what we want. Uh, we want, uh, we want to catch them when they're coming out. Oh, right, that's right. They leave at night. Right. And, and we want to get in and out before they come back. Ah. Understood. How, how long do we have then? Do you know? Until the sun is down? Time or? tends to get funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I would say dusk till sundown is our timetable here. Oh, it's not very long. No. We got to get in and get out. Normally, uh, I, I, in situations like this, I would say... We would want to go and check the place out ahead of time, but um, with what happened to you before, I'm—I uh, think it's probably best that we keep our distance until. But will they notice us looking for a door outside during the day? They noticed the cleaner. Uh, hopefully, they'll be too busy communing with their mists. Sure, but I mean, can we look for the door when they're not trying to come out of it? Would that be conducive to our plan? I don't know if we want to go in while it's full Look, of go in, but looking, looking from the, the outside. Can, right? I'm just afraid that uh, perhaps they have some sort of sensory spells oh, that, could, ask, that could notice us poking around, and then we show our hand before we have to take action. Absolutely. Because there's this one story I read a while back about some adventurers who were trying to go into... Oh, here he goes. Well... I've heard face bombs. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, but, but the point is, I, I think it's best that we wait until it's time to take action. Fair enough. Well, either way, we should definitely be on our way there. We can keep our distance if you want, but we need to get in. But yeah, how far away is this building from, from, uh, from where we are? Bankard, you said you knew the way, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know that it's, um, it's in the uh, high district, so it's, um, they were able to convince um, the city to give them a very valuable piece of land uh, to build their temple on. Mm, yes, yeah, somehow. <laughs> and uh, and that you, you know exactly where it is because they're people that you tend not to want to cross very often. 
because they're tricksy. Yes, I know where it is. I just avoid those kinds of folk. You're not necessarily afraid of them. You just, it's like if you see a magician walking up to you, you're like, oh, that's great. I'm going to watch them pick on someone else. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's amusing, but uh, it's frowned upon. Bryn uh, says, great. Well, um, I'm going to go... Yeah, feel free to sit this one out. Return the <laughs> thing that we did. Um, good work. Daron. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Thanks for the uh, save. Yeah. Uh, the assist was good. Um, <laughs> Oberon, always. Bryn. Krathlin. Bryn. <laughs> <laughs> I like your haircut. Is it new? Oh, it's just been growing it out, actually. Ah, nice. I like yours. Very singy. Pleasure, as always. Likewise. <laughs> and uh, Bankard, thank you for... Uh, I know it's not exactly what you are hoping for, but... Uh, oh, it's not a problem. And uh, maybe I can convert a few people back to... <laughs> I would be very impressed yeah. if you made that. <laughs> um, and he sort of gives you a half salute... Uh, a little wink to me, uh, to Oberon. I yes. saw that. And uh, and a roll perception. <laughs> <laughs> Did I see that? Uh, how is it twenty four? <laughs> it was like in slow motion. <laughs> and you saw Holy. you saw the color rise to my cheeks. <laughs> and uh, he gives a nod to Darren, and he and he leaves. What now, guys? Okay, well, we should get in the uh, general vicinity, right? So that we Agreed. can take action when we think they're out. Um, sure. We walk. Or perhaps jog briskly. <laughs> I mean, how, how long until... until uh, well, they arrived mid-morning. Okay, um, so we have like the day. You've just finished your... Typical bowl of meat for breakfast. Yep, your meat bowl uh, breakfast. With a side of meat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, at a brisk pace, it takes you about an hour to get there. Huh? Um, if you guys sort of leisurely mm. go, it might take as much as two. If you'd like to scout it out before we try to infiltrate, now would be a good time. I'm just, uh, like I mentioned before, I would be worried that we would tip our hand if they have any... Uh, anyone in there who's watching through windows unseen. And then we can try to do it all in one go. But uh, Short no. timetable, but there's... I'm, I'm told uh, no two people see the same thing. Mm. <laughs> well, hopefully our, our uh, holy friend here will be able to see what's true with the um, aid of his, uh, of his not angry god, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's just, you know, he just looks very intensely. He's stirred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I suppose we we head on down to that general neighborhood. Um, maybe do like a walk by, right? Sure. You know, nothing nothing conspicuous. Yeah, we're going somewhere else. Yeah. Is there like a bar <laughs> down the road we could go like? Ooh, a bar. I like the idea. <laughs> yeah. So this is a pretty nice area. It's not the um, it's not as nice as the area where Straxon was staying, where it's basically like forts and castles, and Straxon was the. Uh, Creepy little bastard. Yeah, yeah. slave driving monster. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Um, and uh, it's not so much forts, just very nice, large houses. Um, occasionally, marble or pillars. Um, they're all gated, but not super high gates. Um, and there are occasional patrols. 
of the uh, of the city watch uh, that go through more than you're used to um, staying in the in the middle markets where you have been, but nothing. Uh, Nobody's giving you like sidelong glances or, or being very suspicious that you're there at all. Um, there is a, a few shops. <laughs> Some of them actually have like full glass paneled windows. Um, like you're in a pretty nice like shopping area. Um, so uh, there's, there's definitely shops and bars and pubs. Um, most of them look upscale. Mm-hmm. No hose on the wall. Um, Roll perception. Fitting. That's for Creflin. Fifteen. <laughs> Fifteen uh, for Bankard. Darren has a nineteen. Uh, I have a twenty-three. <laughs> 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 D- Darren narrows his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you can't see so well. <laughs> oh. I'm too busy being jealous of your youthful eyes. <laughs> oh, also mine's actually nineteen. I'm sorry. I didn't add my modifier. Oh. So you notice that there are definitely some middle class t- pubs uh, and and restaurants and things. Mm. Um, and as you walk down uh, Oberon, you notice uh, a door that has no markings on it. And uh, it could be just like leading up to the apartments. But uh, then you notice that two people sort of stumble out. Uh, drunkenly, and they don't really necessarily look like they belong. Uh, and uh, as the door swings shut, you you see like a guy standing at the bar, like polishing a glass, uh, and then it and then it shuts. I think I found a pub, guys. Oh, hey, yeah. Well, let's go then. What are we waiting around here for? Now, now, Crethlin, I, I mean, I don't mean to insult, but uh, mm. we seem to be in a nicer neighborhood. Uh, I just it's saw not two the first fellows. First time I've gotten this speech from you. I'm, I'm aware, but you I'm. You know just, how it ends. It ends with you mouthing off to the bartender, and we get kicked out. I'm right, just... exactly. So, why are you even telling me about it? Let's go. <sighs> All right. Seriously, <laughs> though, Crethlin, I like this place. But you don't even know if you like it. You've never been inside. Right. (laughs) Now we're all going to be professional about this, yes? Oh, this is your first adventure with us, isn't it? Of (laughs) course. Let's go. Come on. All right. So this is your traditional hole in the wall pub. Um, No no booths, just tables and only the one bartender. He's an older, balding human. Wearing uh, like a smock over his regular clothes, the dish rags are sort of dirty. But you, f- you, what's your passive? My passive is nineteen. Yeah. What's your passive? Uh, Eighteen. Okay. So uh, Oberon and Darren get the distinct impression that um, this place is the place where the people who want to escape from their nagging wives and husbands sort of like or crying children go to and most people it's like by word of mouth they don't advertise so it's a little dingier no there's no rough and tumble element to it it's just like i just want to come here and drink and that's basically what the patronage looks like (laughs) you know there's one guy with like a little bit of spit up on his (sighs) on his jerkin like from a baby or from from a baby okay (laughs) um you know people look tired there's a couple guys playing a dice game over in the corner at a table um yeah so so that's pretty much it the bar is um empty there's also a few empty tables it's actually a very wide low ceilinged uh, place it's very dark there's no exterior lighting 
um, and uh, the ceiling is only about seven feet high, so um, plenty of room. Bankard, you may be feeling a little cramped uh, <laughs> with your what are you six like six eight or something giant? Like no, that? <laughs> like six three. Oh okay. Oh, you still touch the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't even you could like stand <clears throat> on tiptoe and touch the ceiling <laughs> with your head. Um, <laughs> you don't have to duck, but. Um, anyone much taller than you would have to. Uh, there's a couple beams that go across that you do have to duck under. So is it a, a mixture of uh, races in here, or, or do we stand out because we have some people who aren't human? N- oh, yeah, no, it's it doesn't look like it's like... Um, it's not segregated? Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, fancy neighborhood, you it's never metropolitan. know. metropolitan. All right. Uh, yeah, they don't like humans here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the bartender. We don't serve your kind. We don't um, serve my you're kind. You're my kind. <laughs> so is there an empty table? Yes. Okay, excellent. Right, lads, first round's on me. Go grab yourselves a table. I'll be back with some lager. All right. Uh, how about wine for me, thanks? Oh, fucking snobby-ass Alzheimer's for that. And I would stumble away. <laughs> I don't want to be drunk for a job. Uh, well, see, Crethen doesn't understand how other people drink. He assumes <laughs> everyone has his tolerance. <laughs> I so see. I woke up to the bartender. Uh, oh, you four pints of lager there, love. <laughs> <laughs> what a professional. Okay. Uh, he grows on you. Uh, so um, the bartender looks up, continues to clean his glass. What kind? What you got? There's like... Well, a list. Oh, I sorry, couldn't see it from way down here. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming you went the dwarven lager then. Preferably, yes. All right. Oh, mm- no, no, four pints of lager, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and he pulls, um, roll perception, please. Uh, 21. So he pulls um, two recently cleaned glasses and two definitely not recently cleaned glasses <laughs> <laughs> down <coughs> off, the, off the wall. And they're not, like, filthy, they're just dusty. Um, but there are... There is the option of having four clean glasses, is what you're saying. Yeah. Huh. Uh, uh-huh. But it, they're just the four closest to him. Oh. Not the one that he was cleaning. Hmm. So he was cleaning one, and he just reaches up. Uh, he doesn't even move. He doesn't even really turn around. He just takes his arms and, like, reaches over, doesn't look, and, and sets them down in front of the barrel and uh, starts pouring. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, um, seven gold, please. Seven gold, eh? And I toss him eight gold. Thanks. Quite welcome. Thank you, lad. Perhaps next time I can get some clean glasses, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, what? Well, oh, no, I didn't say nothing. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. And I walk away. Okay. So you take the glasses over to the table. Yep. Sit down. Give one of the dirty ones to the elf. Actually, <laughs> both the dirty ones to the elves. I'm, I'm not an elf. Wait. You got two humans, one elf, and a dwarf. You just think of me as an elf because I'm so... <laughs> so you get the other... Yeah. <laughs> so elf-like, So, so I, get, I get this uh, pint of lager in front of me, and I look at Crethlin and I'm like, so uh, it's going to be this then. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Uh, no wine, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those kinds of bars. I see. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. I, I take a sip of mine and go... <laughs> kind of a weird tasting lager, don't you think? Well, let me t- I gulp half of mine fine. down. Oh, no, I think it tastes all right. It's kind of- I top you up with mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
All right, that? so wait, 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 hold, on, hold on, you're not going to drink the drink that I bought for you. No. You know, that's incredibly insulting. Have you ever drunk with a mountain dwarf before? Bank, no, I know. Bank I must have never met a mountain dwarf before, my lad. Banker's going to motion like... I've met a lot of people in my life. It's been a long life. Oh, so you're saying that we just look like everybody else? Wait a minute. You're twisting my words. Am I? <laughs> anyway, gentlemen. Uh, Kreflin, I, you have that three drag dragon ante set on you, right? Let's, uh, let's play a hand. Fine. I whip it out. Task at hand. Uh, yes, yeah, yes, Banker, task agreed. Task at hand. Task at hand. <laughs> As I deal out the cards for, for Kreflin and I to play. How do we want to go about this? Well, uh, it would be nice to, to actually get to the place as soon as possible, but... Um, well, we have time before we have a window, so we're... Uh, did, did we pass by the place on the way into here? You did not. We did not, okay. So I think that's uh, next on the still? docket. I think we should do uh, maybe a, a run-by. As long as they're not out mist-walking or whatever, maybe we can do it inconspicuously, considering it's a bustling day in the city. Do we want to go all at once, or have some of us stay in this bar and send out a couple scouts? I think it'd be scouts, awful conspicuous it. having our merry band banding about this temple area right. together. Well, the, if you think so, I'm happy to split up. Bankard, if you want to go, Bankard, you know this area pretty well. Are there some are there some shops down the uh, down the road past the? Uh... Yes, there are some <laughs> shops in that location. Excellent. Okay, so uh, we can we can make a show of going to one of those shops and then coming back to this bar. Yes. Once um, I finished my drink. Yeah. So uh, I'll just uh, and I, I I take a, a sip of my drink and then uh, you know kind of feel some grit in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> and, and go you know this this lager's just really not agreeing with me, Crethlin. Oh, um, just hand it over you fucking pansy. Ass thank you, thank you. It's just I think is this a hair <laughs> in my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Adds uh, flavor. Right. Uh, to each his own. How about uh, Bankar and I uh, head out and I look at <laughs> look at the elf and the dwarf, the mountain dwarf. Are you sure that's the wisest way to split the party? <laughs> <laughs> uh, mayhaps I'll stay with with Kreflin then. Oh, uh, hold on, is that what are you trying to say there? Oh, I'm... Is, is that a comment on my character? All right, Darren, uh, let's go check out this temple. I lock eyes with Kretlin. I drain the remaining half of the uh, beer, and I walk out of the bar. <laughs> I can respect that. Good luck. It's a great thing you finish that drink, because they will not forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't seem like the forgiven, forgetting type, and I'm not here to make enemies, necessarily. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... it's Sometimes you just gotta, just gotta drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for looking out for me. That's a, it's good life advice. <laughs> Not necessarily always good health advice. He doesn't understand uh, human tolerances. I'm just speaking from <clears throat> personal experience. Of course. So let's uh, let's do this. Um, let's swing on by the temple. See if it looks different in the light of day. I'll guide us to the temple. Okay. Um... So you guys walk down the streets. It's um, about 15 minutes to get from where the pub was to where you know the temple to be. Darren's been there before, mm -hmm. um, but it's funny. You know you're in the right area, but you keep on trying to look for it, and it's like your eyes just like move, o like slide off of it as you as you go. Um, so you're not sure if you're there yet or not. Right. Um, Bankard, roll religion for me. 
please. Rolling that religion. <laughs> Twelve. There's the building right there. Um, it's. Do you see it? It's slippery to look at. <laughs> Are we there? Yeah. Damned Lyra. <laughs> Um, so the building is, uh, it looks like a one-story building. Um, there's a portion of it that it comes out, juts out into the front a little bit, and there's a little bit of a yard. The, um, the rest of the uh, building is flat. Um, uh, it looks very, just like a rectangle. Um, and um, on top, there is a glass... Um, roof uh and you can see that it is a pyramid uh and it doesn't come all the way to the edges of the building but it does jut out and it looks like uh from what you're looking at like a, a large triangle awfully simple for a goddess of trickery huh that's how she gets you hmm now do you see well, what do you see in terms of uh, ingress here let me look real quick <laughs> <laughs> the Part that juts out, it, uh, it does have a door. Um, you don't see any way to open the door. Is it like a just a normal wood door, like missing a knob, or is it? It's a carved, ornate door. It doesn't look like it can be seen through, but there's no there's no handle that you can see to open it. Uh, is it possible for us to walk all the way around it and see if we see anything else interesting, like in, like taking a circuitous route? So like. So you can see that in between the buildings, there's enough space and a path that seems to go on either side, uh, Bankard. Um, okay. It's very close to the building. Um, it's, it's not like it's a road. There aren't many people traversing it um, at all. It looks like most people don't even see it. Like people, people's eyes basically look at the um, uh, shop on the right which is uh, haberdashery, and the shop on the left, which is a shoe shop. Ah, I can see why people would not see those two paths with those doors. <laughs> they are very nice. Um, but people, yeah, their eyes basically flip from one to the other. It's almost like they don't realize that there's anything there. Well, shall we go look at hats, my new friend? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a wonderful idea. <laughs> uh, we're going to kind of go towards the haberdashery and see if we can get a better look at a path. <sighs> sure. Um, so as you get closer, it gets harder for Darren to look at it. The closer that you get to the building. Those hats are just so <laughs> alluring. Is there any way I can, um, uh, like, pray to Cuthbert to... You can always pray to Cuthbert. <laughs> like, Yo, Cuthbert, this guy needs... You know, a cudgel upside his head. Uh. <laughs> you get the feeling that you would actually need to cudgel his head. <laughs> Does it have to be a cudgel? <laughs> uh, How's your word? You, you, as as a follower of Saint Cuthbert, uh, upon graduation of Cuthbert Academy, Academy. Academy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say like seminary. But, <laughs> um, uh, you are given your um, symbolic uh, cudgel that you're supposed to carry. My friend, in order to help you, <laughs> I must do something that seems like I'm not helping you. <laughs> what? 
you see that haberdashery, that 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 hat in there? I can I'm see nothing my, else. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Just, <laughs> I, I'm gonna take my cudgel out and give him a good whack on the head. What the <laughs> fuck, man? <laughs> and I'm gonna point to the path. Oh, you see it now? <laughs> Do I see it now? <laughs> oh. Actually, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Let's go investigate. But again, please forgive me. I, I rub the back of my skull and follow you. <laughs> so um, the path you, um, as you get closer and get a different angle, you see that the building is actually, the angle is it's much sharper than, than, than a 90-degree 90 de angle of a... Uh, of a rectangle uh, or like a normal building corner uh, and the this side of the building is exactly the same length as the front of the building but there's no windows or anything you can see that the uh, the glass pyramid thing on the roof is uh, is actually a pyramid it's actually triangular interesting and you could extrapolate from there that probably the building is triangular hmm it appears this entire building is triangular. <laughs> Man, I wish that somehow helped me figure out how to get into it. <laughs> I feel like it might be more productive to come back when it when we uh, when we're able to actually poke around and start making sure it's physical. But I don't want to draw too much attention to us. Well, at least we got a little bit of the layout. I might have to do some more uh, <clears throat> helping with everyone else. Yeah, We're just gonna be maybe tough. you could next time explain what you're about to do beforehand rather than <laughs> speak in riddles and smack your friend in the back of the head. How about that? <laughs> well, sir, you see, it's not easy to convince someone to let me hit them with a cudgel. <laughs> I don't know. You managed with me pretty good. <laughs> I had to trick you, unfortunately. Oh, oh, look who's fallen into the trap of the goddess of deception. Ooh. How dare <laughs> No, no, no. I don't mean to ruffle your feathers or nothing. Let's return to our comrades. All right. Uh, so Crethlin and I put down a ten silver wager on a three-dragon ante game. <laughs> so how do we go about resolving that? He is proficient in three-dragon ante. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So roll, each of you roll a d6, a d8, and a d12. Do I add it up? Um, yes, add it up. Right, seventeen. Um, seventeen also, actually. Whoa, that's perfect. So, what is your twelve roll? Ten. Nine. What is your uh, eight roll? One. Five. Okay, and what's a six roll? Six. Three. Okay, so uh, you have two dragons, and you have one dragon. Give me that tin silver, laddie. Oh, man. One of these days, I'm going to stop losing money to you. Oh, someday, someday. One of these days. Oh, hey, they're back. Exciting news, everyone. The <laughs> temple's a triangle. I'm glad. Okay. Well, well that <laughs> helps so much. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one thing we didn't know before. That's absolutely true. Right. So. Any, any other information? Anything at all? We uh, also have discovered a way to... Free you from the illusions. Oh, excellent! That's that's Jeez. great to hear. Yeah, you're gonna love it. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I suppose that's why they they brought you along, Mancard. Something that you could do that, that nobody, nobody else could, could do. do because of your you know your Cuthbertine ness. Cuthbertine yeah. expertise. Cuthbert, right. Cuthbert is just all right with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, how much more time do we have until? Uh, what time is it? Yeah, it's been like two hours. 
Can we like waste time until <laughs> until like? I think uh, we could win some money off of those bastards over there and their dice. <laughs> Uh, giving giving those people once over, do I do I get the impression that they would be social at all? Roll perception. Uh, eleven. Okay, you notice that um, in addition to the pile of money that they have in between them, um, there are some decorative weapons mm. on the pile, and one is sticking straight into the table. Uh. Crethlin, I think that this game is just between those two. I don't think we should intrude. Oh, come on. Uh, they, it looks a bit serious. Uh, well, those, are, those are the best types of games. I, honestly, I don't like the, way, the, the stakes. How long do we have again? Uh, you think Dusk will probably be in like 90 minutes. Um, cool. So we'll just, we'll just sit here and play some casual Three Dragon Ante. <laughs> Uh, Filthy casuals. You are the three most boring people that I've ever met in my well, life. Well, we're about to have a lot of excitement. Well, we need to reserve our energy. <laughs> um, and yeah, just hang out for uh, until until time, I think. And I'll just keep convincing Kreflin not to do anything stupid. <laughs> All right. Um, you do. And uh, the time passes relatively enjoyably. Kreflin gets a little grumpier than normal. Also a little bit drunker. Yeah. Hence the grumpier than normal. Um, uh, yeah, so with about half an hour before dusk, you guys leave. It takes you 15 minutes to get there. You get there without any trouble. Uh, you get there, um, and Oberon gets uh, sort of a... His eyes linger on it for just like half a second longer. Um, I still can't quite see it. But you still can't quite see it. And um, Kreslin... What's your your passive is fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, but you're drunk. <laughs> um, I'm like half drunk. I'm slightly tipsy. All right. Um, it looks like there's grass. Oh, grass! You're right. This is really interesting. <laughs> oh, oh. So it's okay when you want to talk about. Grass, oh, I didn't but when see I... the grass beforehand, did I? Bonk, bonk. <laughs> oh, whoa! Oh, yeah. What fuck. The... And I punch him right in the dick. <laughs> oh. This time, no prelude. I see. Uh, <laughs> I see your evangelism has developed. Fingers <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> Look. Look. <laughs> oh, you're right. There it is. And it it seems shaped like a triangle. Then I guess right. <laughs> it's a triangle. You you're not wrong. Uh, yeah, so um, you see the uh, door without a handle, um, and that it's it's got like what you could assume was like a vestibule uh, before the main um, sort of flat front wall, which is one story rectangular, um, and then you can see the the, the triangular piece um, of the pyramid. It, it it's not out to the edges of the hmm. roof. Um, it's more like in the center of the building. And how many stories is it again? Just one. Just just one story. Okay. Now, do I remember seeing the mist eaters come out of the of the temple the last time I was here? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to advise us to uh, wait until the mist eaters come out before we try to um, investigate this place. So There's maybe paths that go along the side. Oh right, we could hide behind the building. That might work. 
If we could look at that. Crathlin, could you help him up? I didn't even punch him that hard. Come on, lad. (laughs) I yank him up by the front of his collar. Clang, 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 clang. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's much taller than you, so you can only lift him halfway. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of like lift him up there. (laughs) Then put your shoulder under his butt and push him up the rest of the way. (laughs) There you go. Good, good. Um, So perhaps I should have explained. uh, Yeah, I mean. The tenets of the Cuthbertine religion is uh, St. Cuthbertine. We'll knock you in the head with a cudgel to knock some sense into you. Uh, well, you knocked you knocked some something into me, but uh, I, I don't know. You see I've, the building now, right? I think maybe the common sense thing would have been to tell us beforehand. Well, you know, no I one told per- him that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so let's, let's find a let's find a place to stake out and uh, and and wait. Uh, okay, so um, with all this um, rolling around on the ground in pain and. Um, <laughs> Etc. Uh, it's taken you. Uh, it's probably been about twenty-five minutes. Um, the it is like the shadows are definitely long. Um, you guys, I guess, scurry around the corner. Yeah, let's run. Yep, yep. Scurry, scurry. Clank, 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 clank. Poke my head out to see what I could see, being stealthy as I can. Roll for stealth. Everyone or? Sure. Everyone roll for stealth. Oh man. Uh. Nineteen. Nine. You know, I'm just hiding behind the building. I'm not looking. (laughs) (laughs) Fifteen for Kretlin. Uh, four. (laughs) So, um, it's misty. So it's harder to see. So so damp. (laughs) Um, and uh, they, uh, you do see that when they come out, um, they're dressed, uh, in all. Gray. And they come out of the front of the building, yes, yeah. the door. And uh, they walk with their like palms outstretched as they go. Do we notice how they open the door with no handle? Well, they're coming out from the inside. Mm. So I think the door is opening and they're just walking out of it. Yeah. But how to open the door from the outside is the problem yeah, we face. True. But the door, they did come out through that door? Mm-hmm. There were uh, 14 of them. Okay, so they're done filing now, right? They're yeah, they're moving. they're down the street. And okay. the door's closed. The time right. has started. Okay. And we go. So I'm going to start feeling around uh, the side of the building to make sure that it's real and to see if I can find any, like, secret entrances or places where the, like, wall isn't real or like something like torch, that. Like a torch, like, on the outside mm. of the wall, right? You can just yank it. Yeah. I'm going to reflect on my religious studies to see what kind of mechanisms... They would use. Oh, is it made of stone? It is made of stone. Can I study it? Absolutely. (laughs) You're stone cunning. Stone cunning. Am I just what I'm only perception? It's a history. So it's your history, but you get double proficiency in it. That was not good. Did you roll a Um, Yeah, sure. Go ahead and roll religion. Critical fail. Hey, 18. It's stony. (laughs) I think it's made of rock slides. You're drunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you rolled an 18 bank card? Nice. Um, so you know that while they're trickstery, they're not necessarily, they don't feel like they need secret ways out of things or anything like that. They can usually trick their way past what they need. Um, you figure the front door is your option, um, at least on this ground floor. I'm still ridiculously rubbing the walls. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to walk up to the front door, and I'm going to touch it, and I'm going to cast Identify. Okay. You can tell that there's no particular 
spell specifically on the door. Um, but you definitely can identify the um, myriad of illusory spells that are on the building itself okay. um, that are imbued into the stone. Mm. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skulk around to the front, and I'm going to pull out my crowbar, <laughs> and I'm going to see if I can wedge it uh, in between the door and open it up. Uh, well, did you, did he actually do a, a full circle of the building touching the walls? I assume I did, unless Bankard told me, like, uh, that's a ridiculous thing that you're doing. <laughs> I'm Stop. imagining, like, people on the street are like, oh, what's that guy doing? <laughs> Just like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling this wall, man, I'm feeling it. So did he, or? or? Yeah, um. It's a wall. Yeah, so that wall it just is felt flat. like it felt like the same wall all the uh, way around. Also, I think it's made of rocks. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, is told you, it is made of rocks. Um, yeah, so you cast identify, touching the building, right? Yeah. And it, like, if you inform me that it's not magical, I would be like, well, "Oh, is it really that simple?" Yeah. The, so the door, there's, I don't identify any magic on the door. Not but specifically I, on the door, but on the building, on the building imbued into sort of all the of it. Whole, there's. Fidelius charm thing that's going on with the building so that no one can see yeah. it. <laughs> so I'm gonna try I'm gonna try to crowbar it. Like, is this actually all it takes? And uh, I would like you to roll sleight of hand. I'm slightly handy. Ayo. Uh, oh. That would be a twenty-two. Okay. And then I would like you to roll stealth. <laughs> slightly stealthy as well. Uh, fourteen. Okay, what and the then fuck? I would like you to roll strength. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Can someone give me a hand with this right here? Uh, All I'll right, you, uh, hold on. Um, so you uh, take the crowbar and you are able to like jam it in um, without sort of any almost any resistance. Um, but it's sort of like a you put it right where the actual latch is. So when you shoved it in, it was like. <laughs> It wasn't super loud, <laughs> but it wasn't quiet. It's one of those things where you're being super quiet, like, so everything sounds really loud. <laughs> um, and then uh, you tug on it, and uh, it won't budge. I push the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, as you go to push the door, it opens. <laughs> Uh, and there is a gentleman there, uh, an elf. Hi. <laughs> He's um, dressed in the traditional uh, gray, head-to-toe, shapeless robes. Um, and uh, he's got uh, almost colorless hair. Like, he's got a full head of hair. He's um, And he doesn't... I mean, he's an elf, so he's not going to look old. But he doesn't have sort of the the gravitas of an older elf, like the timelessness of that. Uh, and he, he sort of opens the door and looks confusedly at you. Um, Hello, sir. Have you heard the word about St. <laughs> Cuthbertine? Oh. Uh, um, <laughs> um, and uh, his eyes light up. Um, oh, nice. Uh, he's, he's very confused. Oops, there it goes. I put my crowbar away, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, what are you talking about? Um, and he looks at, uh, are you, are, is, is Kreslin there as well? Oh, I'm there. I'm yeah, they both there. walked up to try and help him with the, uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, We're so, all just standing there. <laughs> so, uh, he, he looks sort of confused at the, 
group? Are you... Uh... We're all Cuthbertines, eh? St. Cuthbert... I love the lad, he's my favourite. Roll deception, please. Son of a bitch. Bad. <laughs> Second one of the game. Critical fail. Um, he looks at you up and down and says, "Where's your cudgel and your no?" Okay, Rob, dear. Sorry, I'll rob on the way over here. My bad. Uh, sorry, we're. My friend is drunk. My, <laughs> um, I'm not my, as drunk as you think I am. You fuck. As he as he says that, I just gesture meaningfully at the fact that he. Replied like that to me saying he was drunk. Ah, and, an and, I, and I'm like, uh, we we were we just met this paladin here uh, at the tavern, and, and he converted me in the tavern, and now I'm a Cuthbertine. Thank you, lad. I mean, if that's I've seen the good word. But yes, he's he uh, he decided to uh, he essentially decided to have us come along on his uh, what did you call it? Was it a pilgrimage? Yes. And he said he wanted to spread the word of, of St. Cuthbert. And uh, it sounded like a good enough time for the rest of us. And apparently he converted my friend here. Roll deception. Okay. Mm, with advantage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky fuck. A 25. So he looks at the group, hmm. um, recognizes that, okay, you're probably at least telling most of the truth. It's very odd that you were able to come up uh, to the actual building, but he's very, very interested in Bankard. So um, he says, "You, um, you're a paladin. You're you're a paladin. Is that what he said of of Saint Cuthbert? And and you've come here." And there's a little smile playing, like he's trying really hard not to smile really hard. Um, Bankard doesn't try to hide his smile. He says, yes, I try to stop anywhere I can to spread the good word of I would, zeal, common sense. I would love to hear more about St. Cuthbert. Uh, Wonderful. Would, would you like to come in, come in, sir? I'm, I'm Kirith. Ah, Kirith. And he extends Bankard. his hand out to you. Pleased to meet you. Bankard, excellent to meet you. Uh, why, why don't you come in? And uh, Oh, I would love to. Thank you. Excellent. Uh, come along, acolytes. <laughs> uh, uh, your, your friends can... Recent converts, I mean, I, I'm sure they're very convincing, but I'd, I'd love to hear it just, I, just from you, I think. I, I, think uh, I think you'll be very convincing. May we visit the reliquary? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, pull out my cudgel and hit him on the head. <laughs> um, Kirith looks delighted at this. Wait, Unfortunately, you... as you can see, I need to keep an eye on my acolytes, but uh, I'll keep them in order. And he holds up the cudgel and winks. Roll a persuasion if you have it. Yep. <laughs> uh, you can help him if you like. For it's sure. a natural 20, so oh. 22. Oh, you don't need to help if you like. Right. I um, won't even bother. I scowl. <laughs> Dump. Shh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I'm very. I'm very interested to hear about Saint Cuthbert. Why? Why don't? Why don't you come in? Your your uh, acolytes will just. We can. We can have them sit in the uh, the vestibule, and, and they'll, they'll be all right. Don't. O't oh, no, don't, don't, don't go I anywhere. Need, it, I'm going to not, tell you about the word. I need to. Make sure they hear everything as well. They were a lot easier to convert. 
perhaps the my friend here, gesturing at uh, at Kreflin, uh, shouldn't be permitted into uh, sensitive areas of the temple. What are you trying to say? I'm a. I, 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 the vestibule. I hit, it, I hit him on the head with a cudgel. I know you, you <laughs> fucking. And I restrain myself from punching him in the dick again. <laughs> I, I think just the vestibule will do. I, I think. Okay. Uh, would, would this would the object we're looking for count as perhaps a consecrated object? It's being used. Yes. If I don't. If I can do it, you know, kind of... <laughs> subtly. <laughs> yeah, subtly. I'd like to divine sense to see if I can locate this object. Okay. Your divine sense, uh, you you uh, grab your holy symbol and... Um, Let us pray. <laughs> and uh, close your eyes. And um, usually you can sense if something is uh, exceedingly good or exceedingly evil, but there's something, something sort of that you've never felt before. It doesn't, it feels like good and evil. Maybe it's like sick, it's like a sickly sweet sense. Uh, it feels like uh, when you touch something cold, but you're expecting it to be hot. And so it feels like it burns you for a second. It's that sort of sensation, like it's not good or bad, but it's definitely, and it's below you um, from where you are. Below and over a bit. Over which cardinal direction? Let's go with north. Okay. Uh, so is the, uh, is the, uh, the Kirith? dude, is, yeah. Are they, are, do they have their head bowed? No, he's watching gleefully. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, I love praying. I'm, I would love, love to learn how to pray to St. Oh, Cuthbert. Why don't we uh, go, go talk about that in my, in, in my office? Yes, let us go. Let us go inside. Let us all go inside to your office. Kirith, may I ask you how many uh, members your temple has? How large your temple is? Could always be larger. I thought you had just converted to... I'm an easy convert. <laughs> this is a really nice vestibule. Cudgel! <laughs> oh, you fucking cudgel! <laughs> I was thinking more on the level of speaking to your other acolytes. Oh, unfortunately, um, at, at this time, uh, we traditionally do our, our uh, evening pilgrimage. Oh, so you're all alone in here? You were left behind? Uh, someone always must be the conduit for for uh, Lyra. But, but... Perhaps St. Cuthbert, uh, I'd, I'd like to hear more about him. He's, and he's sort of like... I mean, St. Well, Cuthbert... Well, then you should definitely oblige him, shouldn't you, Bankard? <laughs> of course. And Bankard grins. So um, he, he gestures uh, you this way and sort of doesn't really want you guys, uh, the, the three of you, to come along. Can't stop me. I'm... I'm uh, wait, so vestibule. Describe the vestibule for me. Sure. It's, um, it's about... 10 feet deep, 10 feet wide. Um, there's uh, the large doors that take up the majority of the south wall. Um, there is a uh, open archway to the north wall, um, and there are uh, couches on either side of the vestibule, like a, like a waiting room, sort of. Hmm. You can see that it opens up, uh, and there's a hallway that goes uh, east-west, and then there's a uh, another archway and you see that uh, like sort of like an atrium 
area, which you could guess is um, underneath the, the glass pyramid. And he's he's leading Bankard in which direction? Uh, north, and then north again towards the atrium, and then... Uh, Bankard, may I speak with you privately for a right. moment before you leave us? Of course, my child. Any kind of... Uh, <laughs> Hey, Bankard, um, do you, you want to bag and tag this guy right now? <laughs> uh, I, he's alone here. We could explore freely, and we wouldn't need to listen to his prattle. As Let's soon be as clear he on one that, thing. Oh, We're not killing him. I'm not killing him. I'm just putting him in a bag. <laughs> I'm serious. Do not kill this person. I, I, I don't need to kill him. We, we just need to incapacitate him somehow. Works for me. Yeah, just, I was well. Basically, all I was going to say is while while he does that, I basically step forward and start asking about like, you know, the the atrium and like, oh, where, where does this lead? Where does this? You know, just to distract the guy. Okay. Yeah. Not go that ahead works. and knock him he's out. He's so he's so elated that like a sink. Well, you're the one with the cudgel. Like, uh, I just uh, have. <laughs> I can I can like uh, I don't know. I can pierce him if you need, but uh, people tend to die after I do that. I've got a big hammer. Um, I'll just cudgel he, him. He like looks yeah. at you weird. That's very nice. Look at it. You want to see it? Come now. I pull up. No, no, no. Declan. And a really good so, look at it. Come here. So, the first part of the conversion to St. Cuthbert is a, it's a very small ritual to grant you some common sense. Now I'm going to knock him in the head, the cudgel, uh, knock him out. <laughs> roll an attack roll. So, 16. Bonk. Um, okay. So uh, he's he's like, oh no, I just I could, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, as your cudgel knocks into his uh, head, there's like a, a blinding flash of light that comes from it, um, and he uh, falls down and he's asleep. That really is a holy tool, isn't it? That's a uh, that's Thank weird. You. We should tie him up and gag him and maybe hide him somewhere. <laughs> I'm with Dayron on this. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Uh, we do that. Is there is there <laughs> is there a door uh, to is there are there any doors from where we are? Like, do we know where he was like leading to, like his office? Sure. So going north, you are able to uh, see that there are three doors: um, one to the east, one to the west, and one to the north. Um, like around the atrium all three are closed and he w was indicating that you guys would go right but he never got that far to actually tell you where his office and, was and right is which cardinal direction uh, um, but we don't know yeah. the location right only a banker yeah so we tie him up and oh yeah banker are you gonna like reveal that you uh, that you sent something downstairs bruh bruh <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I recommend we stow him in his office while we take a look around here. We gotta move. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna go to the right? To storm in the said yeah. office? Yes, yes. yes. I, I'm into that. Okay. So we open that door. So yeah. you open that... The door he was leading us to. Door. Really loving this cut, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that... Uh, it looks like it's um, some sort of office... Um, the room is actually comes to a point. You figure it's where the the front corner that you guys were actually hiding behind outside sure. is. It's a there's a 
like a day bed sort of thing. Like it, it looks like it was slept on, but it's a couch. And then there's a tiny little desk with all these papers and there's symbols everywhere on the walls and things like that. Um, and I guess you guys... Lay we them. tuck them in. You tuck them in. <laughs> sure. And uh, so I know there were no windows from the outside, but from the inside, are there windows? Are there like illusory windows? You haven't seen any, okay. but the uh, glass, there, a lot of light is coming in from the uh, atrium and the glass pyramid. Okay. All right. Let's check out the rest of these doors and see if we can find some way into the basement. And uh, there's only one door into his office, into the corner? Yeah, yeah. there's only one door. Cool. So uh, you guys... Um, tuck them in. <laughs> Tuck him in nicely. Very sweetly. Um, mm. Darren, you find this very unusual because he's an elf and he was just put to sleep. Yes. And uh, you guys walk out towards the atrium, shut the door behind you, and um, that is where we'll end for today. This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions, all rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, sponsored, or specifically approved by Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast and Dungeons and Dragons are trademarks of Wizards of the Coast, LLC, a subsidiary of Hasbro. Go to dnd.wizards.com to find out more.